Hello everybody, it's Manoli here, back with another Musim. Manoli's Musim, people. Spread the word, tell your friends, talk about me, support this going on, you know. Oh, look at me, I'm trying to solicit you here. Why don't I just take it back a bit? It's, you know, why don't I get into the show and then you could decide whether or not you like it or not. How about that, huh? Leave it up to you. Leave it up to the people. Why not? Why not? I, I do this, you know, I, I live but to serve you all. That's all I got to say. I live but to serve my people, my fans, my family. Anybody who's listened to this, I love you. I, I mean it. I love you. Well, most of you, anyway. Anyway. um, What's going on, people? How you doing? Everything good? Everything hunky-dory? You're getting it done? You're checking the boxes? You're moving on? You're having a good time? I hope so. I really do. I do hope so. So where, where do I begin? Huh? What's going on? A lot's been going on, actually. I, I had my first full week of work uh, this past week. It went well. Very good. Trying to get back into the groove, get back into the saddle, you know. Trying to knock it out. It's going so far so good. The people are wonderful. It's a great place to work. You know, one of the days they had free food trucks come in. They had... It was fantastic. I mean, they were giving out lobster rolls. You know, it was it was amazing. I have to say, I mean, what, a, what a nice place to work. You know, I mean, they just giving them away. It was fantastic. But um, oh, it was for uh, they wanted to do an event because the CEO was retiring, so they uh, they did that for us. And it's a good, you know, nice thing to have on my first week. I have to say. So, I mean. I love lobster rolls. I mean, who, who doesn't love a lobster roll? Although some of these places you go, they give you like two pieces of lobsters and a whole bunch of bread and mayo. And that, that ain't the way to do it. You got to get the real lobster roll. It's got to have a lot of lobster in it. You got to do it the right way. But some of these places, and they, they some of them, they're even worse. They give you a shrimp roll. Yeah, shrimp roll. I mean, shrimp is, I mean, you know, I want a lobster roll. I don't want a shrimp. I mean, I like shrimp, but why would I get a shrimp roll? It just—it's like it's like admitted defeat. You just admit you lose. It's like, oh well, you know, I won't get the lobster. I'll get the shrimp. Really, get the lobster roll. And then some of them—they want to—they want to mix them together, right? Lobster and shrimp roll. I'm not having that. This place was great. They just had lobster roll. They had New England style, and they had a style that was you know warm and, and the butter, you know, just like regular lobster. That's what I had. It was very good. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. What, what a nice place, huh? And, uh, yeah, how about that? You know, the other day I went to the beach, right? I have to say, I don't go to the beach often. I live 20 minutes from the beach, which I think is why I don't go often, because it's right there. It's like, eh, who wants to go? You know, it's like, you, you got to go there, you got to find the parking. It's like 800,000 degrees, and there's all kinds of people around. I don't know. It's like, it feel like it's more trouble than it's worth. You could just hang out, you know, hang out somewhere else. Why, why do you got to go all the way to the beach? But my friend was in town. My friend Courtney, she was here. She said, you want to go to the beach with us? I said, well, I guess I will. Okay. Why not? If I'm invited, I will go. I will say that. But, uh, it's very rare that I go on my own accord. It's just, uh, I don't know. 
it's like you gotta go all the way out there. You get all sandy. You gotta worry about bringing a towel, and you you don't want to get sand in your car. But you know they had a, somebody who was driving them, and I, I don't even know why this person was doing it. Like this is somebody's driving us. I'm like, oh okay. So I went. Anyway, so I went to the beach and uh, it was a good time. I you know I appreciate the invite. I had, you know it was it was fun. Anyway, I'm laying there at the sand. You know I'm trying to trying to get some sun. I'm relaxing, peaceful. And then I, I feel something hit me, right? It's something, something hit me. I'm like, I don't know what that is. And it happens again. I look over and there's this, this girl. She may have, I mean, this little girl, she may have been six or seven years old. And she's just, <laughs> she's just throwing this handfuls of sand at me. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, whose child is this? It, it was it was so fun. I mean, just the gall, the the nerve, the 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 confidence to do that. I, I really I admired it. It was hilarious. I wasn't upset. I thought it was hilarious. I was just looking at her, and she looks at me and she just sticks her tongue out at me and it, it goes about her business. It was the funniest thing. I mean, just totally unprovoked. I'm just sitting there, and this little girl decided to throw sand at me. I'm like I'm like well, it's like well, why, why is this happening? It's like, well, why do kids do this? They just do things to do it. It's like, it's like this. <laughs> it was just very funny. And then I had a. I'm like, well, why? Why do kids do this? They just do, do things to do them, right? You don't even know why. It doesn't even make any sense. Like that, a total stranger, you just throw stuff at them because I don't know. I guess you get away with it. And then my mind's wandering. I'm like, that's so weird. Why would you do that? And I remembered when I was about her age, you know, five, six, maybe seven. I remember one time I was in the movie theater. I don't know what I was seeing. I, I couldn't tell you. I didn't even know where it was. But I do remember I, I had my straw and I was shooting spitballs at people. Just no no reason. Just shooting them at people in front of me. There was this this older lady in front of me. I, I, for some reason, I aimed at her. And I, I kept hitting her. I don't know why. There was no reason. She didn't do anything to me. None of these people did anything to me. I, I was just, I don't know. You know, I was a kid, and I just I decided that that person needed to have spitballs shot at him. And at one point, I know she felt it because she reached for the back of the poor lady. She reached for the back of her head. She started looking around. I think I stopped after that. I felt bad, but then my wheels start turning. It's like, what? If, what if this this little girl is this this old lady? She's reincarnated into <laughs> this girl. I, I don't even believe in reincarnation, but it's just you know the. You're laying on the beach. Your mind starts to go these places. It's like, it's like this is, or maybe it was just some kind of cosmic retribution for this this old lady that my childhood self antagonized at the movie theater. Poor old lady, she's just trying to watch a movie, and this punk, this young Manoli, this this creep, he's shooting spitballs at her, and then maybe you know somehow, maybe it was her granddaughter. She was somehow informed. This little girl that I had done that, so she got revenge on me by just throwing a bunch of sand at me. So it's just interesting what happens, you know. Your, your, your mind starts going. Anyway, after that happened, I was like, I think I laid out for like an hour, an hour and a half. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like, where are you going? I'm like, I don't know. It's like, how long am I going to sit here for, you know? I'm just sitting here. Yeah, what are you going to do? Anyway, so I go to this, they have a little beach bar, right? I go to the beach bar, and I'm thinking, you know what would be good? 
a mojito. You know, that, that would really hit the spot. A hot day. I haven't had one in so long. And, uh, you know, it, it's like, you know, you're at the beach. So it makes sense, right? Well, I go to order a mojito. And guess what, people? There's no mint. There's no mint in this country. There's no mint in this world. What is going on with the mint? There is a mint crisis. People want to talk about gas prices and oil and all the other shortages. I mean, I think this should be priority number one. I really do. This mint shortage. Nobody's talking about it. I said, I said, you know what? There's a mint shortage in this country and not one person's talking about it. Well, I'm going to talk about it right here on this. This is my platform, people. My soapbox is bring back the mint. You know what I'm saying? That, if I run as a politician, I'm, there, there will never be. Every bar will have mint in it. Every bar will have mint in it. I promise you that. That's my campaign. That's my platform. You know, bring back the mint. I got to make it catchier. I got to make it catchier. Yeah, I don't know. Mint for all. America's mint uh, captain. You will always have a mojito in Manoli's America. I assure you that. There will never be a mint shortage again. Yeah, I said, you know, I talked about this before, right? It's just everywhere I go, I order one, there's no mint. Never, never. So I got a beer instead. I sat there and I was enjoying it. And yeah, and then we would go to this place, right? This uh, establishment and they, these people, they were pressuring me. They're like, oh, you got to get this this drink. I'm like, you know, I, it's like this big, it's like they put it in like a bowl. And you're drinking it. And I'm like, I don't really want to do this. You know, I don't really like sweet things. I think I'll just stick to my Modelo. You know, why, why do I, 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 I'm not a sweet, like a fruity drink kind of guy. I just, as I say, as I try to order mojito, but that's a little bit different. But, you know, when you start putting in like the, the sugar and all the vodka and stuff like that, it's like, I don't know. I don't really want to do it. But then I did it because, you know, I, I succumbed to the pressure, I suppose. And, uh, I did that and it was uh, it was pretty good, pretty 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 good, you know. And then uh, and then we went back and that was the end of that. So yeah, it was a good you know good excursion to the beach. I appreciate the invite. Um, what else has been going on? So oh, Kenobi ended. Obi Wan Kenobi, the the mini series that had its final episode, and I have to say. I think it sucked the landing. I really did. You know, I, I liked it all. I liked it before that, but the last episode was really good. It was very good. I still don't understand. I mean, I I understand that in Star Wars, you know, people rarely stay dead. Okay, I, I do understand this. You know, Darth Maul. They had him survive getting cut in half. So really, anything's on the table. Um, Maybe Count Duca will come back. His his head will be on the robot body. But um, anyway, but you know, at the end of the last episode, episode five, Reva, the the Inquisitor, she gets stabbed in the gut by Darth Vader, and left for dead. Nobody, there's nobody here to help her. How in the hell did she survive to the next episode? There is no way. I'm sorry. It's like Darth Vader stabs you and you survive. That never happened. But you know what? I guess it's not that important. For whatever reason, I think she should have stayed dead. That's really my only complaint with the episode is that I don't see... I mean, I guess they had to have her to have some kind of final showdown. 
yeah, it was just very weird that she was there to begin with. I'm like, why is she alive? But once again, Darth Maul got survived getting cut in half, and Anakin survived getting burned by lava, so I guess anything goes. Um, beyond that, I actually thought that they did a good job with her that episode. Um, yeah, but I mean, the real, you know, the, the real important stuff was, you know, Obi-Wan and Vader, and that showdown was fantastic. I mean, you saw Obi-Wan, and you know, at the beginning of the series, he was weak. He, he wasn't necessarily weak. He's just, he hadn't used the Force in a long time. He's trying to hide. He was unsure of himself. His connection with the Force was weakened. And then, by this episode, I mean, he was back. He was in full form. He did the whole stance and everything. He said, I will do what I must, which is what he said, you know, 20-something years ago. And, I mean, it was, I got chills when he started beating on Darth Vader. And Vader got the upper hand for a little bit, but then Obi-Wan, he, he got in touch with the Force. And it, after that, it wasn't even close. I mean, Obi-Wan just, he threw those rocks at him. He cut him. He, you know, he, cut him he, he broke his respirator. He, he ripped his mask in half. I mean, once Obi-Wan got in touch with the Force, he, it was not even close, which is why, he, you know, he was able to beat Darth Maul this, for the second time at like three seconds flat, basically, and kill him once and for all. It's like Obi-Wan's connection with the light side of the Force is so strong. I thought it really came across that way because, you know, I guess if he beat Anakin, you know, before, why couldn't he beat Vader, right? And, you know, Vader was not as strong as Anakin was, so I guess it makes sense. But but then, you know, he it's kind of weird because he had a chance to kill Vader, but he left him for dead because, of course, Vader's in the movies, so we couldn't very well kill him there, but... Anyway, it was interesting. But the scene between the two of them where, where you know, Obi-Wan's talking to Anakin and Anakin's like, he, you hear like half of Anakin's voice and half of Vader's voice. And he's, he, and then Obi-Wan just has like tears in his eyes. I mean, really good acting for both of them. It, it was actually very sad. I mean, I watched it twice and I, I got, it was just very emotional for, for poor Obi-Wan. Um, Great acting by Ewan McGregor. And then, so yeah, that, I mean, that was like the climactic showdown, basically, was Obi-Wan and Vader again. But I also liked, I liked the scene where Obi-Wan said goodbye to Leia. And of course, the tight end of A New Hope with, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. And then, and then what I really liked was um, at the very end, he had, uh, Vader was talking to the Emperor. Uh, I love the Emperor. I think he's a great character. And Ian McDermott just, I mean, he was born to play that role. And I'm glad that he came back to do it, even if it was for 30 seconds of screen time at the end. I mean, just very menacing, as always, just knocked it out the park. So you had that. And then you had Obi-Wan. I like that he got to meet Luke for the first time. And, of course, he said hello there, which is the line, right? And everyone loves I mean, everyone was hoping that he would say it, right? It's like, hello there. That's the line. And he said it to Luke, and it was perfect. We were all waiting for it, and they finally delivered on that line. Um, and then Qui-Gon. He got to talk to Qui-Gon at the end. So, I mean, what more could you want from the series? I mean, he had Vader back. He had Obi-Wan back. He had, uh, I mean, you had Qui-Gon, the Emperor. It was, he, he got to see... The Inquisitors and live action. I mean, it was, I think it was a great series. I really do. You know, not all, I mean, some things didn't quite make so much sense. Like, how could Briefa survive? And 
winding Obi-Wan kill Vader, but when you really look at the big picture, does it really matter? I don't think so. So I like this show. I thought they did a good job with it. And I'm glad it wasn't a movie because, you know, a movie, it's two hours and it's over. This was a show. It had six episodes. And so it's like, what, five hours or so of content? I was pretty happy. But yeah, uh, I hope I, I should. I guess I should have said spoilers, but um, if you haven't seen it by now, I guess you're not going to see it. So whatever. Um, I also saw the new Jurassic World movie and eh, I liked it. Um I really was not a fan of the last one that they made, this the number five. I just didn't like it. I, I didn't feel like it was, it just didn't seem like it fit that universe very well. But this movie, I thought, did a better job of bringing it back, you know. And I'm going to talk about it, so spoiler alert, but I mean, do you really care? I don't, I don't care. So I'm just going to talk. Um, Dr. Grant was in it. And Dr. Sattler and Dr. Malcolm, and that was that really made it for me. I just wanted to see those three, you know, together, interacting with each other, all of that. And I, I love the fact that they finally let Dr. Grant and Dr. Sattler get together. I mean, my goodness, I don't even know why they had her marry that guy in that one movie all that time. I mean, what, why did they even do that? Why couldn't they be married, Dr. Grant Dr. Sattler? So I'm glad that they fixed that. It's really bothered me for the past... You know, 30 years, even though I've only been, I'm only 22 years old, but since the first one came out, they should have ended up together. I mean, that was the implied ending, right? When they're on the helicopter at the end of the first one. And uh, yeah, but overall, I like the movie. I like that they used all kinds of different dinosaurs. It wasn't just the T-Rex and the Velociraptor, which, you know, we've seen so much of. I mean, they had a good variety. They brought back the Dilophosaurus, the one with the Venom. And I thought that was great. I really love the fact that that killed Dachshund because it's the same one that killed Nedry in the first movie. And it was kind of poetic justice that, you know, Nedry got killed by a Dilaposaurus and so the Dachshund. Which, by the way, I don't know if you've read the Jurassic Park novel by Michael Crichton. Um, it's really good. It's one of my favorite novels that I've, that I've read, you know, as far as fiction goes. And I really enjoy it. Um, I mean, just, I think it's better than the actual movie, the the first movie. I mean, it's different, but as far, I mean, the novel's just really well written. It's, um, it's a lot more violent and, it, you know, you get to learn more about the characters. And I mean, there's some differences, you know, some people live and some people die, but I, I really would recommend the novel if you like that at all. Um, absolutely read the novel, but in the novel, like, Nedry's death is just horrifying because it's just told from his point of view. So he's like blinded by this venom and he can like, it's really, it's really disturbing. He can like feel the dinosaur like clawing at him. It's just, you have to read it. So just read the novel. Okay. Read the book. Just do what I tell you. Okay. How about that? You know, if I say read the book, read the book. But uh, no, this recent one was good. I mean, good variety of dinosaurs. I like that they had a couple that were more bird-like because uh, that's been a big complaint against those movies for a long time. It's like, well, you know, the raptors were more bird-like than they were lizard-like. And because, you know, everybody's got to complain about something. So I'm glad they kind of, they kind of acknowledged that because some of the dinosaurs were more, you know, they have the feathers and the claws, you know, as opposed to being, you know, lizard-like, which I don't know. I mean, why do people go back and forth on this? Were they lizards or birds? Or were they both? 
I don't know. Nobody can give me a straight answer on this. So if you're a paleontologist, I would like to know. I would like to know. I'm not going to look it up because, you know, I, I don't have time for that. But I would like to know. Were they closer to lizards or birds? Was it different from dinosaur to dinosaur? I would, I would like to know this. Okay? There's your homework. <laughs> like anybody's going to tell me. But it's okay. Eventually I'll look it up and I will know for sure. But otherwise, the movie was pretty good, I thought. You know, I mean, my mother really didn't like it, so she was, like, talking talking it down. And maybe my expectations were, like, really low. Because the way she was talking about it, I mean, I was, like, scared to go in there. and like, oh, I mean, what? How bad could it be, right? So maybe that was why I liked it. But I did like it. Um, some of the stuff I didn't like, I was, like, cloning business with that girl. I mean, it's just, and, of course, that came from the last movie, which I didn't like at all. So, all of that stuff and Lou having that baby, I mean, it was just stupid, I have to say. That that kind of stuff was dumb, but otherwise, I guess it was fine. <laughs> you know, like I said, they had the three back and they had good dinosaurs, which really, I mean, what more could you want? It's a Jurassic Park movie you go to see. People get eaten by dinosaurs, and that's what we got, so I was happy. Um, yeah, what else, what else is going on? I had to go up to the uh, town of Sumter this this past uh, a couple of days ago for some business, uh, which is uh, it's about an hour and a half from where I live. You know, small town. Anyway, I'm there, and I I, I was doing my thing, and I'm leaving. I'm going back, right? I stop at the gas station, and I'm like, I'm like, I really have to go to the bathroom, but. You know, I'm going to stop at this little gas station. I'm going to go in there. Proceed to go in. What do you know? Bathroom's closed. Both of them out of order. All right. No big deal, right? So, you know, I don't know. I was I was kind of thirsty. You know, I always feel bad just using the bathroom without getting anything. I mean, I know it's a gas station. It doesn't really matter. But still, I figured, you know, I'll buy something. I'm thirsty anyway. I'll just buy something here. Anyway, proceed to, I, I get a Coke Zero. I, I really don't drink that much soda, but sometimes when I'm driving or I'm on the road, it's like, like, uh, when, I, when I'm driving, I, you know, I don't have any more coffee. It's like, I'll get a Coke Zero. Anyway, I mean, how bad for, how bad for you can it be? It's only zero, I mean, it has zero calories. I mean, what, I understand it's the chemicals and stuff, but, you know, I figure if you drink one a month, it's not so bad which is about what I average. So anyway, I don't know why I'm justifying myself to you people, but oh, because we're your adoring listeners, Manoli, and we care about you. All right, fine. Anyway, I got to get a Coke Zero, right? I'm paying, I'm paying. The lady is like totally absent. I mean, I don't know who was working this thing. She's just totally absent. I mean, she like, she like brings it up and then she just stands there. She's doing stuff in the back and like, all right, so I put my credit card in, and I'm waiting, and it says, all right, you're good to go, and I, I take it out, I start to walk off, and she sees me, hey, hey, hey. I'm like, what? She's like, hey. Like, you got to pay for that. I'm like, excuse me. It's like, lady, um, first of all, I did pay. If you had, you know were, were paying attention, you would have noticed that. Wasn't anybody else in the store. I don't know what you were doing. Uh, but, yeah, I did pay. And it's kind of insulting that, you know, uh, you couldn't even, you know, the, whoever runs the store couldn't even have the prop, a bathroom working properly. 
and then you want to accuse me of stealing a $2 Coke Zero. Like, I, I don't get the logic here. But, you know, I didn't say anything. I'm like, I'm like I paid. She's like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah, like, I really, I'm sorry. I, I really, I need to steal this Coke Zero. So there you go. Why did I even buy it? Why, why did I do that? I don't even know. It's like, you know, no good deed goes unpunished, right? But I digress, you know. That's how it goes. That's how it goes, people. What else is going on? I don't know, man. Why don't you tell us? It's your show. <laughs> we got a dog, by the way. Um, my little brother's been begging for a dog, Leo. You know, he's six. He he wants a dog. So we got we got him one. Uh, a multi-poo. Astro, I named him. Um, you know, like the Jetsons. Uh, cute little dog. I mean, adorable. You know, he's a puppy, so he's a little crazy. You know, he, he likes to nip at people and <laughs> that kind of thing. But adorable dog. And uh, he's running around. He likes to tear up my shoes. And <laughs> he is sweet. He's, he's a cute dog. He sleeps a lot. I mean, this dog is lazy. Either he'll be running around like a maniac or he'll just be sleeping forever. Just sit there and just sleep and sleep and sleep. I'm like, wow. But a uh, very cute dog, I have to say. They picked a good one. And, of course, I picked a good name because, you know, Manoli here, you know, my taste is impeccable, people, okay? I mean, really, it's like, uh, I like, uh, my favorite show is, like, The Sopranos, you know, I mean, this is, this is, I know what I'm talking about. I like The Sopranos, you know, I like Verdi, I like Mozart, I like Monteverdi, I like Maria Callas, I mean, you know, I have impeccable tastes. I like Cabernet Pinot Noir, I don't like Merlot because it's disgusting. Um, you know, I like scotch. I, I think I know what I'm talking about. I really do. You know, but then people, you know, I, I, some of the things I don't like, it's like, I don't know, some, some things that people really like, I think I like it. I think I just like to dislike it, you know, because I, I want to be contrarian, right? It's like, uh, I don't know, I, I heard somebody was playing some live band somewhere. I don't know where it was. They were playing live music, and then they did Imagine. It's like, I'm like, really? Is, isn't this the worst song ever written? I mean, really? Do people actually like that song and listen to it? Imagine all the people. It's like it's like the worst song I ever heard in my life. It's just, I don't know. It's like, why do I have to hear this? And then the other thing with music is like, oh, everyone, you know, the, the opera's people, right? They're like, it was so-and-so was so much better than so-and-so. It's like so-and-so couldn't even sing it the right way. They were out of tune. They couldn't sing the, the written stuff. It's like, really? They were better? I don't even, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think they sang it, but whatever. I mean, did you really sing the the Queen of the Night when you transposed the arias down? I don't think so. You, you know, if you want to figure out who that is, I'll be happy to tell you, but I'm not going to say it on the air because, you know, is trying to keep the peace here, but... Um, yeah, and then, and then the other thing is like, yeah, some composers I just don't like. Meyerbeer, I mean, the worst music ever written. Gounod is awful. Berlois, terrible. Um, and most of the modern composers I don't like. And then, and then, but people really get defensive about Schubert. It's like, I'm, I don't, I just don't get it. I mean, somebody please tell me what's so great about this band. The songs is just, it's just boring. It was slow, and yeah, I don't know. I, somebody please tell me what I'm missing with Schubert, okay? I, I don't understand it. If people, 
people they, they get really upset when I talk about Schubert. It's like it's like I'm sorry, I just find him boring. My poor voice teacher. He's like he's like, why don't you sing a Schubert on your recital? I'm like, I am not singing Schubert on my senior recital. I refuse to do it. He's like, why? It's like I don't like him. <laughs> oh, that poor guy. I was just I was just like I don't like him. I can't, I can't explain it. You know, some people like things and some people don't like things. And that's just how life works, which is what my little brother said when he was all of five years old. Wise kid, isn't he? He is smart. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, things are going, going along. It's just Manoli here rambling along per usual. Just, just trying to share my thoughts here, my thoughts and my feelings and, you know, people sometimes they want to come after me. They, oh, that is just I don't know. I don't know, people. It's like I got opinions just like everyone else, and but I don't understand it. It's like I, I personally, I, I think that uh, I don't know that people. Oh, why, why don't you walk to the office? It's like what? But do I really have time to entertain mediocrity? I don't think so. <laughs> oh. Well, that's going to rile some people up. How could you not like The Office? How, how could you like it? I don't understand it. I, I, I watched the whole first season. I didn't even crack a smile. It's like, this is the, this is the funniest show on the air. It's like, has you ever watched The Honeymooners or, or Curve? Or, I don't know. I feel like there's funnier shows. And Friends. I mean, my, my goodness. I mean, really? Friends? I don't understand. I mean, comedy is subjective. I understand. But also... I also think I have good taste. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's so humble, people. The humility for me is just astounding, right? I mean, uh, you know, I clearly I, I'm just a very humble man. But, you know, I'm just, I'm messing here, people. Come on. Do you really take this seriously? I mean, this is, I'm just rambling along. I, things I say, I'm just saying it to say, you know. They shouldn't take it seriously. I have no credentials whatsoever. Uh, I mean, if you, if you really think I know what I'm talking about, then I don't know. If you haven't figured it out by now, I, I don't know much of anything. In fact, if I, I remember what the wise uh, Greek philosopher, let me say that again, the, the Greek philosopher Socrates said, the only thing I know is that I know nothing. And another person said, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Well, my point is, is that that uh, uh, everyone has an opinion, that, you know, all opinions are valid, but, you know, mine are the right opinions, so you should listen to me. <laughs> um, no, of course, have your own opinions. Be your own person. I've said that before. Be your own person. I think on that note, I think I'm going to wrap it up here, and I'll talk to you very soon, and have a great week. Have a good day, and cheers, and all of that, and I will see you very soon. So with that, Manoli is out. Goodbye.